Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, Heal or Heal Yourself. Discover your creativity while you heal others. This is Dr. Isla Bates. I'm a psychiatrist and artist living in New York City, where you're probably going to hear a lot of noises outside. But um, I wanted to bring to you today an interview with Dr. Susie Sharp. She's an internist, and she is from Korea. She came to the United States when she was only 16 years old and didn't know a word of English. She worked her way through medical school and uh, developing a successful group practice uh, with her colleagues. And she felt like something was missing for a long time. She raised her kids, and she says that art was buried inside of her for many years. Now she's a prolific painter, showing internationally in Paris, Luxembourg, New York City, and more. Please welcome Dr. Susie Sharp, and the piano that you will hear in the beginning is uh, her playing the piano spontaneously. I just said, could you play me a tune? And um, she played this beautiful piece from her childhood. So enjoy the show and enjoy her piano playing as well. Thank you so much. If you want to get in touch with Susie, I've also um, left the links in the um, in the text. Thank you so much. Bye now. Today I have with me physician and artist, Susie Sharp. So Susie and I met a while ago, we're both artists and physicians, and it's such a delight to have you here today because you've done some exciting things over the past couple months. And so I'd love for you to introduce yourself to our audience. Hi, hi Dr. Susie Sharp. How are Hello. you? Thanks for having me. So I'm a practicing internal medicine physician. I've been in practice for about 25 years, um, initially in Seattle and then now in Missouri. Okay. Um, I've been doing art for a long time. Uh, it was my first love. Um, I went to medical school instead of art. And so now I'm doing both. And I love doing that. Um, I've uh, had international art fair uh, in Paris last week. I have one in Luxembourg this week. Wow. And, and then I have one coming up in Brussels in two months. 
and Ooh. I did a show in New York about a month ago. So anyway, Fantastic. I could tell you all about that. So it's so, a combination of doing both medicine and art. Fantastic. So let's hear about Paris since that was the most recent. Paris, it just worked out that I couldn't be there physically, but my art is there. Luxembourg, my art is there. Okay. And okay. so other show that's coming up in Miami that I will be there physically. Mm-hmm. Oh, wonderful. You know, for those in the audience who are wondering, well, how did you get there? <laughs> Can you tell <laughs> yeah, us? Yeah, I'm going to ask that. <laughs> yeah, it's everyone wants to know. Combination, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. So, so I grew up, yeah. you were very mm-hmm. artistic as a kid. Were you always uh, drawing and painting and things like that? Is that something? Yes. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I grew up in Korea wanting to become an artist. That was my dream. Uh, my dream was then to study in Paris and maybe come back to Korea and teach art. Uh, but when I was 16, my parents suddenly decided to immigrate to the United States. So we all landed in New York and I didn't speak any English whatsoever. And uh, I, you know, went, experienced a lot of teasing, name calling, and just just really uh, in a culture shock as well. And mm-hmm. um, I, I quickly realized that uh, my, my parents were professionals in Korea, but uh, once they arrived here without speaking English, you know, they, they couldn't continue their profession. They couldn't continue, continue anything. And so- What uh, was their profession? What did they do? So my dad Korea. was a company executive. Um, he was a chemist. And, um, and then my mom was a, uh, educator at a national level. So they were very successful, but when they came here, you know, uh, they were just another immigrants. So I realized that if I didn't make it on my own, completely on my own, there wasn't going to be anybody who could, who, who could support me, help me. Mm-hmm. And so I decided that, <laughs> that art was gonna, wasn't going to get me to that path. And I decided to pursue medicine. You know, I'm going to stop you for a second, because Mm -hmm. what was it that made you think you couldn't be successful as an artist or make money as an artist? Well, uh, unlike, say, medicine, where if you follow the path one to be, you know, say one, two, three, four, it gets you somewhere. Art is a very independent field, you know, so there are a lot of great artists who are not quite making it, or they have they need a day job to support their art, uh, and I just needed a guarantee. I mean, there are plenty of artists who are doing fine, but there are plenty who who need a, a day job, okay, and uh, or or just don't make it, okay. So I needed that security as an immigrant, someone who's learning learning to speak language at later age. Um, and so I was just terrified that, uh, that I wasn't gonna make it as an artist. Mm-hmm. So I chose medicine, which yeah. once you get through the training, there, there is at least some sort of guarantee for the Did outcome. You, was it a calling for you to be a physician? Was that something that you've always wanted to do? You know, I've been interested in medicine uh, because there's a field where you can make a way or you can make a direct impact on people. Uh, Mm -hmm. And at that time, I was very interested in becoming a medical missionary. Uh, And so there was that part of it. It wasn't just a guarantee for future. It was 
it was uh, that that I wanted to be be to be helping people in a in a direct way. Yeah. So it's a combination of those two that mm -hmm. made me choose medicine. Now, do you feel as an artist you're helping people? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I I hear that from literally thousands of people. Tell me what you hear because that's the thing that a lot yeah. of people don't get to experience what mm -hmm. it's like because that communication between the viewer and the artist can be very powerful. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to hear what your experience has been. So, you know, my art is intentionally very uplifting, colorful, um, bright, okay? So people find that, you know, quote, healing, okay? Uplifting, um, bring beauty, uh, beauty, bring color to their life. Mm -hmm. uh, I. It's been really um, amazing how many, you know, compliments I've received about my art, changing their life, uh, giving them hope. You know, mm -hmm. I hear from people who are in the hospital bed, sick, and looking at my art, and it gives them something to look forward to. And you know, yeah, and, um, yeah, it's been totally surprising and just absolutely amazing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it must make you feel good as well inside, right? So. Yeah. Thank you very much. So when your art, um, you described it as having bright colors, um, but it also looks like it's part of nature, right? It could be a, a planet or it could be the ocean. Mm -hmm. um, do you wanna describe your art for those who really can't see it? Sure. Um, you know, my art is all about beauty. Uh, so I, I see beautiful things all around us. And, uh, you know, I try to describe them, but not in a realistic way, but in, through my own lens. Um, I think what I do as a physician, I think have great impact on my art. You know, what I do as a physician, I see a lot of chronic illnesses. Okay, I treat diabetes, heart disease, people with cancer. Uh, you know, this, I see a lot of a lot of chronic pain and addiction. I see a lot of pain and suffering. Okay, mm -hmm. and so um, I intentionally try to seek out brighter, beautiful side of life, um, and I express that through my colors and design. That's very intentional because I like to emphasize the positive side of life. Yeah. I'm wondering what it feels like to you uh, being the creator. Is there an emotional feeling that you have while you're doing the art, while you're creating the art? Is there, what are you thinking or feeling during that time? I am focusing entirely on beauty, uh, creating beauty and bringing beauty and uh, to, to the viewers. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I played beautiful music while I'm doing it. I'm totally immersed in that music. I get mm -hmm. myself into a certain state because I have to switch from my physician brain to artist side, uh, which isn't always easy because, you know, the whole day, during the day, I'm, I'm, I'm in my physician mindset thinking analytically, okay? Thinking uh, in, in terms of precision and speed. And then I have to completely shut that off <laughs> and then be free, um, and which isn't always easy, which is why I ended up doing most of my paintings 
uh, into the night, you know, sometimes like, you know, till four or five in the morning I'm painting um, yeah. uh, because it, it, it's very hard to switch, get into that state during the day when it's busy. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So many physicians, of course, work like that and they never get to shut their brain off. They never get to switch like mm -hmm. you just described. So I'm wondering, do you see a healing component to that switching off, to that turning off and just immersing yourself in that experience of creating art? I'm not sure if it's healing me, but I'd like to bring that healing to the viewers for sure. And that's one of my goals is to so get what, them to a different state. What, what do you think it would be like if you never got to switch off? Well, um, I think I, I would be okay because I'm very, very comfortable as a physician during, you know, mm -hmm. I would have felt like uh, I left a huge chunk of me untouched, undeveloped. Um, and so I am just very fortunate and grateful to be, to be doing both because yeah. I love the intellectual side of medicine. And I love the freedom. Uh, inside of art so yeah um it, it's that word freedom right that that clarity and freedom uh that's very powerful mm -hmm. yeah do you consider yourself a creative person yes um although as i said uh, being a physician it, it it is a little bit of a challenge to 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 creatively because all day there is very little room for creativity in medicine or at least the way I see it this is you know if I'm off by even a milligram in a medicine dose that could seriously hurt the patient so I, I am in that very very pre the precision mode all day <laughs> uh -huh. well you know it's interesting that you're you describe that being in that precision mode and measuring and, and calculating, mm -hmm. et cetera. And your work is the total opposite of that mm -hmm. because right. there are no lines really in right. the that I've seen recently. It's, um, you know, there are no distinct shapes. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that's really locked in. Mm -hmm. And so visually it's a release and the complete opposite of what you experience during the day. Yes. Would you agree to that? Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I have to force myself to get there because in the rest of my life, I'm not a big risk taker in any field. You know, when I go into my studio and turn that music on, I have to then just let go of all that control yes. and force myself to be a different person. That's right. Well, you're the same person, but it's just a different side of you. Sure. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, well, that's the, that's the powerful thing that I think, you know, if a lot of people would incorporate some creativity in their life, um, they would experience that, that freedom, that level of freedom, which is, is very life affirming and powerful. Mm-hmm. What is creativity to you? I think that means that freedom. Uh, I go back to freedom again, to, uh, especially in abstract art. Uh, I feel like that 
I just need to remove all those boundaries and, mm -hmm. um, and push yourself to get to the place where you've never been. Now, did you always do abstract art or have you done any other types of uh, work? I initially started with doing very realistic pieces. Okay, mm -hmm. And then I gradually moved away from it. I still do some realistic things. Mm -hmm. um, and I do commission work that sometimes is realistic. Okay. Portraits or landscapes or both? Uh, yeah, both. Mm -hmm. Yes. Do you have a preference? What type of art? Um, I think I, I prefer abstract art now. Now, there are some uh, realistic element to, to my art sometimes. I love music. I, I'm a musician. So I try to sneak in musical elements whenever I think I, I could do it. Yeah. yeah so, wonderful. yeah, a lot of my pieces have little music. I mean, I think musical people will recognize it. Okay. Yeah. Now, what kind of uh, music are you into? I, I'm I'm a trained uh, I'm I'm trained in classical music and, and I'm I'm a pianist and oh. uh, music is a huge part of my life. I definitely can't live without it. Wonderful. What kind of music do you listen to when you create? Classical, sometimes soft rock, but probably close to a lot of classical music. Oh, nice. Talent is something that's given to me. I you know, uh, and I'm grateful for it, and I'm here to share, and I'm just. Just, it's a great pleasure to share uh, things that I create. Been doing a lot of reproduction. Uh, and I found companies that do a really great job. And so uh, if the pieces are already sold or they might, if my original is above their budget, then I, uh, I make reproductions for them, okay? Both uh -huh. on, on paper or acrylic or many different forms. And I, I think the nice part of it is you know, it could be made to pretty much any size. Um, mm -hmm. I can't quite keep up with the demand for my original art right now because there's just going everywhere they're selling and, and I'm going, you know, everywhere. So that yeah. uh, reproduction is actually not a bad option. In fact, um, the, the print reproduction, I do it locally. And I usually, you know, he and I go through multiple revisions because matching the color exactly is just so important for me. And, and you know, obviously I don't do this for money. Okay, I do my art proceeds uh, go to support my charity work. Okay. And, mm -hmm. and so that the quality of even my reproduction is so important for me. Uh, and, and so I, we go through a couple of revisions before it gets sent out. Now the acrylic and, and the other the reproduction on canvas, so those I do it online. That's wonderful. It's, it's nice to have reproductions because then you can share your work with more people. Right, exactly, yeah. right. Because yeah. I, I think art is something to be experienced by all, right? Mm -hmm. um, tell me a little bit about your technique. So you probably noticed that I have a, oh, a variety of styles. And then I've got abstract art that I paint with brushes, okay? And then I've got abstract art that where I'm actually literally pouring the paint on canvas and 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 creating on canvas directly. Mm -hmm. And um, I like that spontaneity of it. Uh, again, it adds to greater freedom. On the other hand, you know, I have only so much control, and the the, the rest is 
in random accidents, you know, so, yeah. um, you know, I have to do my part and the rest, I leave it to, to, to the universe to do its magic. Um, I love that description because like we said earlier, it's, it's the complete opposite of what you have to do uh, during the day, right? Yeah. And it's that, that freedom to just allow things to happen mm -hmm. naturally without really controlling it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that letting go is really good. Um, what else? Is there anything else you'd like to share with the audience? I'd like to say something about the latest piece that I created. Okay. Okay. Um, it's a commission work by a, a cardiologist uh, out of state. And it's the biggest piece that I created. It's uh, five feet across, uh -huh. and four feet in length. Um, mm -hmm. And um, and is it acrylic on canvas? Yes, it's acrylic. And you know, every piece that I create is sort of like uh, like my children. Okay, each piece really feels like children. I get incredibly attached to it. I put my heart and soul into it. Yeah. Um, many many long nights, sometimes all nighters. Um, and like today. I'm uh, about to ship it out that right after this. And it feels like last night I was really literally sleepless because it's hard for me to part with my painting. So it's, it's yeah. uh, if, if I put that much work into it, um, it's, and so it feels like sending a child away to, uh, you know, out of the continent yeah. <laughs> that you may, you don't know when you will see you know, child or, you know, in this case, I don't know if I were to see it. Um, and I sent, I, I think about that, uh, my buyer, um, the whole time I think about what she's like, what, what she might, you know, yeah. and, uh, there is so much emotional connection between me and, and, and the buyer, although the buyer doesn't see any part of it and doesn't know that, but, yeah. uh, it, it is sort of, uh, it, it is a labor of love. Uh, so last night I kept on waking up, looking at a last look at it, knowing that today I have to let go. And um, she's seen the image of it and she's ecstatic. But I think that uh, many of my pieces, the pictures really don't do justice. It, there's so much texture um, and other things um, added to it mm -hmm. that uh, I, I think it's, it's one of my... Uh, one of my uh, pieces that I'm most proud of. Uh, yeah. And, oh, uh, anyway. Yeah, I, I totally get it. Um, there are some pieces of art that I sold several years ago. I still think about them. Mm -hmm. I One piece in particular I've tried to reproduce. Mm -hmm. I could never, ever right. <laughs> reproduce it exactly mm -hmm. the same way. Mm -hmm. And it, what's remarkable about creating art is that it it captures a moment that can never be um, repeated. Right. Yes, that is so true with many of my pieces. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, and you hope that you send your your pieces off to someone who appreciates them and yeah. will take care of them. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's hard to to uh, separate yourself emotionally from your work. I think. And that's the beauty of it, right? Yeah. You know, last night I was thinking like um, about. So um, 
if people want to get in touch with you or purchase your work, how can they get in touch with you? The best place to get in touch with me is through my website, which is uh, susie.sharp.net. Uh, actually, it's susiesharp.net without the that. susiesharp.net. My first name, last name, dot, dot net. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and sharp is spelled with an E, correct? E, right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. S-U-S-I-E. S-H-A-R-P-E dot net. Mm-hmm. And I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook under my name. So yeah. he's found. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And uh, you, the prices and everything are on the website or? Uh, no, they're not on the website, but they could just contact me. Okay. The prices vary quite a bit, actually, you know, depending on where I show. Um, What's the range? So people have an idea. Um, yeah. You can know, they get works on paper that might be less expensive and then, you know, up to? So it, it ranges from a few hundred to several thousand dollars, okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on the size and, and whether it's original or not, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it mm-hmm. ranges quite a bit. I think the easiest thing would be for them to message me. And a lot of people, they look at my website and say, oh, I want this, I want that. And there's like a lot of pieces and, um, and I think that, you know, if they just message me and maybe even a quick phone call together, we could kind of narrow it down. And I, I usually help them with the selection. I mean, because there are so many choices. I don't want the people to feel overwhelmed. You know, um, if they give me some idea about what they like, uh, just roughly the size they're looking for, you know, together, we, you know, we could kind of narrow it down to certain, you know, choices. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so... I think that makes it easier. Yeah, absolutely. Sort of like a mini consultation. Okay, if you know, so to speak. But first thing would be just message me, and you know, I'm happy to work with a whole range of, you know, interest and budget and whatever. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. That sounds great. And uh, just briefly tell us what you do during the day. I know you're you're an internist, and um, you know, where are you in Missouri? Yeah, so, I'm in Missouri. Uh, yeah. So um, uh, I, I do primary care, so I treat a lot of diabetics, uh, people with heart, you know, heart disease, blood pressure, you know, mm-hmm. infection. Private and, also, you know what, <laughs> you're a psychiatrist, but yeah. I also have to do a lot of psychiatry in my practice. Uh-huh. Uh, I think a lot of PCPs could relate to that uh, because there's a, such a great need uh, for psychiatrists and sh- and there's a shortage, so we can it's it's, it's nearly impossible to refer out right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pandemic made it a little worse too. So I have a lot of people who have all kinds of physical conditions, you know, um, and then and then on top of that, they have serious profound depression, you know, even suicide, you know, ideation or attempts or addiction and and a lot of anxiety as well. So I think you know some of it. What I do is just some deep counseling on top of treating their physical conditions, you know, and and medication management and so on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, one can't really separate the mind from the body. Uh, Medicine has done that. um, But in fact, it's all connected. And Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And I love doing medicine and, and, you know, people say, what, you know, maybe you want to, re- you know, you could retire or whatever. Yes, I could have retired. I mean, you know, I could have retired 10 years ago. Okay. But um, 
I, I do medicine because I love, I love making the difference every day, you know, um, and I drive a lot of just professional satisfaction from, you know, being there for my patients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it sounds like you have to be an artist as well. <laughs> yeah, yes. It's in, my hand in hand. yes. Mm-hmm. it's in your DNA. I totally, totally understand that. I appreciate <laughs> that. So thank you so much, Susie, for speaking with us today. It was great. I loved hearing your story and sharing about art and, and that connectivity that it creates between mm-hmm. the viewer and the artist. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. All right. Bye, everyone. Hi there. I hope you enjoyed listening to the interview with Dr. Susie Sharp, artist and painter and internist. The next five minutes and 26 seconds, Susie imparted some additional wisdom, and I wanted you to hear it. So... Enjoy the rest of the episode and uh, let me know what you think by writing a review. And certainly if you'd like to work with me, feel free to contact me through Instagram, my website, or even on Clubhouse. Thanks so much for listening. So Susie, I know for um, several years, from the age of 16 to 10 years ago, we won't say how long that's been, but uh, (laughs) you weren't able to really uh, do any art at all. So I'm just wondering, Mm -hmm. what was it like the first time you made that connection that something's missing from my DNA right now, I need to do this? Do you remember that moment? Um. You know, art has been buried inside me for so long because, you know, once I arrived in the United States, I was busy learning English and going through, you know, pre-med, medical school, all, you know, financing through my, basically working, uh, working multiple, multiple jobs. And then after that, residency and then children. (laughs) And so art had to stay buried inside of me so long. It was just, just... (laughs) try to burst it was like bursting out at some point and Mm -hmm. so uh when kids started to uh be at least I think maybe about 10 years old or so um I I I decided I have to do something in art and I took a a short class in in the local museum um and uh after that I started joining art communities um so we're neat and do art together, or at least uh, talk about art. And, and then uh, little by little, and then I started to do group shows, and then I started uh, to do solo shows, and then I was doing, you know, doing up to 20 some shows in a year. Um, and then I uh, got into, and I got accepted to do international shows. So it's, uh, it's been a gradual process, but I think probably accelerated in the past, uh, a year or two um, that I got to really just live my dream. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Do you have any regrets about not doing it sooner? I, I don't. I, I think given the circumstances that I had, you know, uh, going through medical training and, you know, 
and then made, you know, keeping up with my practice and, and then raising two gifted children who've done all kinds of activities and stuff like that. Um, and I, I could not have done it earlier uh, without sacrificing something else. I, I wish there was a chance, but you know, guess what? That's why I get to really live it now. People say, oh, the, you know, my day is packed with activities. Um, and I, it's because for so long, for like 20 years from the time I arrived in the U.S., uh, that I wouldn't call it life. I, I existed. I survived. Okay. Yeah. And so now I've got to live uh, each day to the fullest. Um, yeah. Because there may not be tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> That I got to make it, up for the lost time. <laughs> right. Was it being an empty nester that kind of helped you to make the switch or was there some life-changing event that caused this shift? Well, I started doing art before my children left for college uh, because I, I could not wait any longer. I mean, I waited two decades, almost three decades. Um, and... And then I just realized, you know, the medicine is a good reminder. I mean, in medicine, I have people who are suffering, who are, you know, who are dying of cancer and, and this and that, you know. And so I'm very aware that there may not be tomorrow and, and I've got to make the most out of each day. Um, yeah. So uh, there, there probably wasn't one moment, but um, there's that constant reminder, you know, yeah. so... Yeah, I say to, to live each day with passion. <laughs> I agree 100%. Yeah. Medicine reminds us of that, that mm -hmm. we need to live each day with passion. And whatever and, you wanted to do, you know, don't leave it on the bucket list. Live it now, you know. 100%. Yeah. You know? Yes. <laughs> I really agree. All right. Anything else you want to add? You know, I think that we all have different talent and we all have things that we've been, you know, we've been keeping inside. And I say, um, bring it out, you know, bring it out and, and, uh, and, and, and act on it. And so, because, because life is short. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Thank you so much for that message. I think it's important and I'm sure it's resonating with someone right now. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. That was great. Thank you. <laughs> All right.